Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Not shit. <laughs> Same stuff, America. different day. America 2023. Oh, man. Man. Yeah, there's a... I mean... Has anything exciting been going on? I don't. I'm not a. I'm not somebody who watches the news. Oh, I don't really watch the news either. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they're all just a bunch of puppets, man. Hell yeah, that's the truth. I know. It's like I know what all the musicians from the past and the comedians like Car- George Carlin have warned us. Even Metallica with Master of Puppets. Just listen to that title. It's like I thought about that the other day for whatever reason Whoa. it came into my head, but. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Master, the master of the puppets. Wow. I never thought about that. Damn. Dude, it's like it's like these bands and these actors and these people knew and and a lot of them like even like Jim Carrey like tried to tell people and they the audience at the show would just laugh or same with George Carlin like they would just laugh. Yeah. Like it was funny. Yeah. There's a lot of um. Speaking of comedians, a lot of old school comedians like that. All the good ones ended up dying, just like the just like actors who are who are not, I mean not just actors but like musicians like Jim Morrison and uh, Amy Winehouse and Marilyn I guess Marilyn Monroe wasn't a musician, you know. But just like just like uh, in the music industry, there's I just realized that you know there's a lot of comedians that also have lost their life because a lot of them speak out. Right? Yeah, I, I That's know. That's wild. It's- it's so crazy though that we're so restricted in this society that you can't even speak out. Like that is honestly crazy. Right. Yeah. And Rosie, o, uh, was Rosie O'Donnell a, a comedian? Yeah. Right. She got like, what happened to her? You know, gone. Yeah. Vaporized like 1984. <laughs> <laughs> She's like just absolutely gone. Actually, I just watched a, an interview about about her. But it's like she said she said one word that was a part of the cancel culture, and but that wasn't it. That wasn't why she got canceled because she said the n word during some. She really got canceled because she she was speaking the truth too much. Yeah, well, that Roseanne Barr, like from the show Roseanne, like she's on the hot seat because she's on podcast saying a bunch of shit about stuff, too. And like, dude, like, yeah, they like, no, no, I'm not kidding. They like come after if you say too much, they like come after not just you, but your family, too. These people are like, yeah, your family. They're Mm -hmm. like like beyond psychopath. Like, I don't even know the, the term for them, but. Right, right. Well, uh, Alex Jones, you know, another, I, I would call him a, more of a comedian, not really a truth speaker, but he's more of a comedian to me. But, you know, he's another one that got canceled and banned, you know, and it was supposedly because Alex Jones spoke out against the uh, those school shootings a couple of years ago. He spoke out against the school shootings and said they were a fake psyop and that they actually didn't happen. And he got banned for that. But he I, he really got banned because he was speaking the truth too much, and now now he's uh he's like straightened up, I guess you could say, because he's been like promoting Trump and like uh uh the uh the vaccine and stuff <laughs> lately. So he's <laughs> you know it's like the ones who are alive always start promoting the agenda. They probably get like 
like they get paid off or something like the felt like Corey Feldman who's still alive like he oh yeah he was gonna he was gonna write a documentary or he did a documentary and um, yeah, I, I, think I know, he, and, and everyone who tries to expose anything that that's why I still really think like people people say this stuff's like far fetched here in the Midwest or whatever. But I, right. I really don't think I really don't think Chris Cornell or Chester Bennington were that depressed. I really don't. I, I'm sure they. Oh, had there's no way. They had depression issues, like a lot of people. Whatever, I get that. But I'm saying. Dude, they were going to release a documentary about the child trafficking, which is the thing the elites and the government wants to hide the most out of everything. So, yeah, yeah exactly. And then, like, uh, there's a child trafficking movie that just came out recently, but it's been buried for the most part because, um, you know, like whenever a big movie like this comes out, they usually put it up against uh um, an easy movie like an easy sell movie that'll automatically make you know millions of dollars because parents will take their kids to go see it like uh i forget what's in the movie theaters right now i think it's the little mermaid like parents (laughs) parents will parents will take their kids to go see the little mermaid instead of uh this movie called um sound of freedom which is about uh child sex trafficking you know Right. You know, it's about how this guy who works, uh, he works for the FBI or the CIA. I forget who he works for, but you know, the, the premise of the movie is that he has to like basically go against his job to save this, uh, this little girl's sister, or this little boy's sister. I forget who it was, who is in sex trafficking, you know, it's really Dude. intense. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's super intense. But I guess on the positive, at least it, there, someone figured out a way to get it out there without getting themselves yeah. killed, killed or whatever, and they made a movie because that's not an yeah. easy thing. That's not an easy thing to make a documentary or any kind of movie about, man. So, absolutely. And speaking of, you know, we we always talk about conspiracy on here, but uh, there was a there's a video floating around the internet right now of, you know. Coincidentally, uh, Mel Gibson, of all people, who was he did a video promoting this movie. He's like, you need to take your children to go see this movie. Everybody needs to go see this movie, you know. And he was like, he was in movies like Passion of the Christ, but he was also in a movie called Con- <laughs> Conspiracy Theory, where I forget the premise of the movie, but you know, the obviously the whole entire movie is about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But, right, 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 yeah, yeah. And he, and he was in that movie. I don't. Have you ever heard that movie? A lot of people don't know about it. I think it's to be honest i have not heard of it no yeah it's just it's a it's just a mel gibson movie and it's just called conspiracy theory it's actually really hard to find i mean i've i've been looking for it i went to we went to a local resale a local record store shop the other day and i was trying to find a dvd of it i can't find this dvd anywhere damn it's way it has tough i'm sure i could probably actually i wonder if i could go on amazon right now and Look it up, but <laughs> I, know, I know you got to go to Amazon. But I know I, but I would rather give the money to like the the record store. I know, I know, I got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's yeah, there's this record store around here in Mishawaka called Orbit Music, and uh, they let they actually they're one of the only venues that I know the owner real well. I go in and talk to him every now and again. He actually lets us have shows like whatever the hell I want to. He'll let me have uh, an acoustic show. You know, I can't, we can't hook up any amps or put in drums or anything, but he'll let us do, uh, you know, little acoustic shows. It's really awesome. 
that's really cool, man. That's, I mean, that's just like a little practice show you could have right there. Exactly. Where you, where you're from to get yeah. better at your shit, at your craft. I, so that's cool. Whenever, whenever we have a show there, I'm like, Oh, this is a, you know, it's just a random little practice show. Thanks for coming out. You know, <laughs> but it is awesome. Cause a lot of the, it's hard to find a venue, dude. Like I don't, um, so I wrote, I was, I was getting consistent shows before we moved to Marion. I was, whenever a band canceled, oh, excuse me, the venue owner would send me a message and be like, Hey, we had a van, band cancel. You want to show up and play? You want to open the show? And I'd be like, yeah. So I was getting to this point where I was playing shows literally every weekend. I was because of bands would cancel. They would drop all the time. So I was playing, I would play Friday, a band would cancel like Friday and then I would have a show booked on Saturday. So I was, I used to have so many shows back in the day, but I wrote one, I wrote a song and the line is, uh, people are changing genders, like the seasons changing weather. And ever since then, I have not played my hometown in like seven years. It's been like seven to 12 years. <laughs> wow, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's why. So whenever we're at Skatopia, I'm always like, dude, I'm the Matt Bennett of my town, bro. Like, I'm literally the Matt Bennett of South Bend. <laughs> like, I'm hated, hated for no reason, hated, hated. Because <laughs> I speak the truth. I can't get shows. <laughs> wow, man. It's so I know wild. about because of this truth. Stuff. This is crazy. It's insane. Fuck. But when I was in, I was in a band whose uh, the record label, the record label uh, was based out of L.A. But because like the guy, the guy they knew grew up here in South Bend, and then he ended up moving to L.A. and started a record label, an OI record label. It's a really fucking. It's called Crowd Control Media. I talked about this on um, Jr.'s pod. Oh, oh fuck! I said I name dropped. I talked about this on somebody else's podcast, and like all those episodes got deleted now. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah. So uh, record labels based out of LA, and when I was in that band, I couldn't get shows by myself because you know I play the Dead End on Sarah songs by myself. I couldn't get shows by myself. They were always asking, "Hey, can you get Bare Knuckle Hooligans to play? Can you get these guys to play? Can you get you know?" They, all the local shows wanted bare knuckle hooligans to play and nobody wanted dead end on sarah anymore <laughs> probably because it's like it's acoustic though compared to like a full band which it's in so impossible to get a full band because nobody's a musician nowadays it's wild <laughs> I don't know, it's just like, yeah no it is just listen to that it's like why would it matter like what would it matter if like the show had like some full bands and like some acoustic stuff like why why would that even right. be a, like why would see exactly. that's the kind of stuff exactly that's the kind of stuff about people i just don't understand why why they would that would even come into their head in the first place that's wild i don't know i just i just think i think it's because i just spoke the truth all the time that's the only thing i can think of <laughs> it's just like because I and I only played that song that I was telling you about that song with the one line about gender. I played that song one show. I didn't. Yeah, it didn't even become a part of the set list. You know what I, I mean? Henry, <laughs> I, I really don't understand how those lines are even offensive to any type of person. Like that's where I'm lost on that one too. I'm just yeah, like, that. Oh my gosh. 
Because it's, I mean, it's just, it's kind of, it's just the truth to me. Shit. I don't know. I was, and that's what we do. You know, that's what musicians do. We, uh, we look at the environment around us and we write songs about it. At least, you know, if you're a musician that cares. <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen a lot of musicians. They'll just, you know, they'll, uh, like we talked about when we went to a show in Chicago one time on this podcast about how a lot of bands just, they just tick all the boxes, you know, check all the boxes to virtue signal people. And it's just, and, and then it doesn't, it doesn't create good art. It doesn't create like, uh, you know, uh, good distinctive, like art that's easy to tell for, from other artists or other bands, you know, once you get into the mentality like that, you just start producing this cookie cutter bullshit. It's like, you know, factory, Walmart, fucking uh, great value music. <laughs> you start producing some great value music instead of like your own brand of music. You know, you start producing the Walmart brand or like the, the what's the K Roger? There's Martins has like the Spartan brand. You start producing <laughs> Spartan brand music. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, it's too crazy. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's nuts. People, and then like the and another reason why people produce Spartan brand, you know, generic music like that is because it's the fear. The fear, like, oh, you can't, you can't talk about gender. You won't get any shows in your hometown anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that that is nuts, man. Like, holy fuck. I mean, you, you just nailed you just nailed crazy life stories with that one, man. I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> that's amazing. I love oh, it. That's all, why I love well, crazy also, life stories. Dude, also, I think it's weird that a lot of the bands that I truthfully love aren't even from the Midwest, dude. I also have always thought about that because it, I, the coasts seem to huh. raise. Like I know, but bands here never want to like stay together. That everyone has kids and time to grow up and be an adult, and the bands got to right. break up. Man. Yeah, that's what happened. Man, so many bands, so many bands went down that path, and I totally understand. Like, yeah, kids are kids are important, but uh, most of the time, we're like they'll say their kids are important, but then they'll be like a guy that I was talking about on the last episode, where they'll just be like, "Yeah, I'm going to spend all weekend drinking beer and watching sports, like <laughs> and not paying attention to my kids at all, and they're just going to have a tablet in front of their face." You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people raise their damn children that are like that. It's fucking wild. It is wild. You're right. Close my mind. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I grew up in a crazy sports family too. I, I, but see, a lot of it, even on TikTok, there's videos that says this is scripted. This is it's. Just, uh, wow. Yeah. It, it probably is. You know, it's uh, ooh, excuse me. It's called a Hegelian dialectic, and uh, the what a Hegelian dialectic is. It's like um, basically, it's uh, two wings of the same bird, to put it simply you know like uh picture a cow walking into a slaughterhouse and then there's like the choice of left or right but both both decisions go to the same slaughterhouse you know right so that's what a hegelian dialectic is when you when you look at sports it's that's most of the time the outcome is already 
they already know the outcome. You know, they already know who's going to win. Like when the Cubs won, I know. Like you're from you're from the Chai Town area. Like when the Cubs <laughs> won, everybody lost their fucking mind. But it was like, dude, it's just it's just a game. At the end of the day, it's men playing with their balls. You know, <laughs> it's men playing with their balls or men playing with their pucks. <laughs> you know, at the yeah. end of the day. Uh, and like, also- I, gosh. Yep. Go ahead. No, also, I was just going to say, uh, I saw I saw this one nuts video, this like nuts author guy. And he's like, he's like, they've been doing it since the Roman times. They distract you with the sports. And it's like, whoa, yep. that, that mm-hmm. guy's genius. Exactly. That's how it is. Yeah. Uh, there's a man. Uh, what do they say? A lot of anarchists talk about. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's the it's just the Roman Colosseum in a different in modern day. That's what sports is. The Roman Roman Colosseum where they would put uh, prisoners up against each other. You know, they'd put put a, a prisoner versus a lion. And they would sell tickets. You know, uh, this prisoner is going to face a lion today, and we're going to see who wins. You know, it's like obviously the lion is going to fucking win. They just give the prisoner like one little spear. <laughs> it's like, well, hey, here's tickets, twenty dollars in uh, ancient Roman times. Like, give us twenty gold caps, and you can come in and can come into the Colosseum and see prisoner versus lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, thing. though, yeah. And, and they did that shit back in the day, really medieval, crazy-ass shit. And now it's, the modern day is the NFL and Major League Baseball and the hockey and basketball. Right. That's the modern, that's the modern Ex- day Coliseum, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, like, you know, I'm uh, I, I like I'm an American, so, of course, I like sports. You know, like, I love the Boston – I love the Boston Celtics and – uh, the Boston Red Sox, but anytime I watch sports, just to go right along with that, guess you know, like what are the commercials of sports? It's like corporate banks, like Chase Bank, or it's military uh, recruitment commercials, <laughs> or it's like Doritos. Really, oh, everybody looks forward to the Doritos commercials because they're so funny, and that's you know, I've heard so many people say the only reason they watch the Super Bowl is because of the commercials. And, you know, it's like the commercials, it's like, bro, the commercials, it's like Doritos, which is like a food that should not be in your body for the most part. It's just like, it's deep fried garbage, you know, like it's, <laughs> so, that, that's what, yeah. so that's what, you know, they, that's what the commercials are. And then it just goes right along with the, the Roman Coliseum stuff, you know, they keep people, keep them entertained, distracted, and then, you know, can, to con- in order to control them won't be easy or won't be difficult. You nailed it, man. Yep, that's it. Right <laughs> there. Hell yeah. It's nuts. It's mind-blowing. And it's so easy. It's right there. It's right in front of our face. Yep. TVs. Hell yeah. That's why I really like... Uh, there's movies like... Um, movies like... Uh, Jordan Peele's movies that he's been doing from the, the MTV guy. Yeah. He did a he did a movie called Nope, I think was his most recent one. And it's about aliens, but it's the the on the surface, it's just a movie about aliens, right? But it's just like a Steely Kubrick movie where there's there's so many layers and there's like there's there's like the TV, the movie industry is one of the big out part of the allegory. And then uh like 
the vaccine and like patriotism and sports actually that's another thing they talk about in the movie nope is he uh one of the characters in the movie makes a big spectacle of of this horse getting taken away by the by the alien and you know and of course they sell tickets and he's you know they make it a huge they make it this huge event to where they can make money off of this ultimately this horse is this horse is suffering is what they're making money off of right yeah they'll make money off anything yeah exactly and to take it back to the sports too you know like the the damage that a lot of those athletes are doing to their bodies every day is insane you know a lot of people they only play during the season a lot of people are like oh they only have to play during the season but they're absolutely like destroying their body like destroying their bones destroying like uh there were some guys uh, i forget who like a lot of guys in football they get concussions to where they like it's literal brain damage like (laughs) but they get paid so much money that people are like, yeah, it doesn't matter if they're we're causing brain damage to each other by <laughs> chasing a ball and like getting it in the goal. And then like that doesn't matter. It's entertaining. <laughs> so I, I guess in the same way, it is kind of like the uh, the Roman Coliseum where it's like, you know, lion versus man. You know, like you know where there's gonna you know there's gonna be suffering or you know there's gonna be somebody getting hurt. Right, exactly. Like I, I knew a lot of people around here. They, uh, they only would they would watch NASCAR just for the wrecks. Yeah, because you know uh, humans just have that thing, <laughs> humans just have that thing in them where people like seeing other people suffering. <laughs> right, but that's not natural, you know. That's what I was talking about in one of the episodes where when somebody gets like that, they're not living within. The, the the new forms of our brain, which is like the neocortex and the metacortex, they're living on the bottom stem of their brain, which is the R complex, or some people call it the reptilian complex of the brain. So it's in it's everything that stems from the R complex of the brain. It's all just survival. It's all like, I'm hungry. I want to have sex. I'm hungry. I need to sleep. I want to have sex. I'm hungry. You know, that's, these are all the signals that we get from the R complex of the brain and the signals that we get from the neocortex of the brain is things like logic and that, like how you build a house or like, uh, you know, our natural instinct or our, our natural creativity. These are the metacortex and the neocortex parts of the brain. So a lot of people haven't evolved from, <laughs> <laughs> from that lower part of the brain, you know, <laughs> like that's what we're, that's what the whole one great work is. We're trying to get people to evolve from this lower life form that they're living in their part of the brain. <laughs> it's intense. It's really deep <laughs> to be yeah. honest. But, but that, to put it on simple terms, that's what, you know, that's what we're up against. People, if people are living in that R complex, you know, the survival complex of their brain, like, oh, this is fun. I'm hungry. I need a beer. I need a, I need a brat. I need a burger. I need to shoot sky flowers in the air because it's Fourth of July and tradition. 
and I need to go to sports because tradition, and I need to send my children and make my children go to sports at high school because tradition. You know, it's like it's all these all these chains. Like we were talking about that in the last episode. It's all these chains that we got to break through. Break free from the chains. So one day somebody's gonna. <laughs> 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 oh, forgot that. Who did that song? I forget that what that song. It's in Harold and Kumar. I really don't know right now. I don't know, man. <laughs> Break free from the chains. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to do. That's what it's about. Oh, I agree. <laughs> Like I, yeah, like I, I mean, like I said, I love sports. I used to watch sports all the time, but of course, it's so expensive. Like nowadays, and you know, in order to watch sports, like there's an Amazon channel where it's like NBA. It's an NBA Amazon channel, and you pay. It's like a hundred and twenty bucks a year. Oh my god! And, this, and that's, this dude, shit's outrageous. And that's just for one team. That's not like. So where, like, if you're a sports fan, you could watch every game. You know, I know a lot of sports people who they'll they'll watch the game just to watch the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so that's just that's just for one team. I think for the whole season to watch to be able to watch every game like that, it's like two hundred and forty bucks or something like that. It's sports is ins- it's insane. Everything is everything's a yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you're paying that much money, I mean, they they got you by the balls. They really do. Jesus, I know. I I, I, I don't even want to do money anymore. I I just—it's so so stupid. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah! It's just you you make some, and then oh shit, you make some, and then you can't, and then you spend it, and then you make some, and then you—I mean, we're supposed to be happy, yeah. All the time, just making money and then paying a bill, and then making money and then paying a bill, and then and you're supposed to do that till you're like 90 years old. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, yes, yeah, that's in that, and that's literally the definition of insanity. You know, Albert Einstein said the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. And people are doing the same thing over and over again by paying bills, and they're expecting to get get like a um. A, whole, a holistic form of happiness out of this, like, oh, I'm going to pay my bill and I'm supposed to be happy. But deep down, they're really not happy. They're just, like, trying to convince themselves that they are. Right. So it's just, it's uh, you get this vicious, this vicious cycle. Well, I mean, like it's just... Bills. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just crazy that, like, to be somewhat free in this country, like homeless is more free than being in a place with a shower and a bed. That's not free. Like, right. Yeah. That, I mean, exactly. That isn't free. I mean, when I think of freedom, I think of like, you know, what America was founded on, which is, you know, like just building a house and, um, you know, just like building a house and taking care of your family and, like that's that's the gold, you know. Like <laughs> that's where the gold is. The gold is in your house, but most people don't. Man, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's just weird that people think material items. You're supposed to like show that you earned something from your earnings. It's really weird. Exactly. That's it. Like people think the gold is a 
uh, like you said, people think the gold is a material thing. Like, oh, get this house, get this car, get this Corvette, get this uh, vacation RV, and then you have all your problems are solved. But then most, you know, when you do most people do all that shit. You know, people who can afford an RV to take their entire family to Disney and still not. It's like it's a it's a false form of happiness, right? Because you got to work so hard to get all that shit, and that's right. what it is. It's just shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit. And then, like you know, they take the vacation to go to Disneyland, but then the other uh, three hundred and sixty days out of the year they're like arguing with each other and like, like you didn't get me this for christmas so i'm, uh, I'm gonna hate you forever <laughs> <laughs> that's wild that reminds me of a there's a sweet i i mentioned oi i think i mentioned oi earlier but um there's this oi band called 45 adapters and they they have a song about christmas and the chorus is, this Christmas, don't buy shit, don't buy shit, uh, love is free, you don't pay for it. This Christmas, don't buy shit, don't buy shit. Like, it's such a good song. <laughs> That's awesome, man, yeah. I forget what it's called, damn it. But yeah, look that song up, 45 Adapters. Or I guess I'll send it to you. All right, thanks, Thank man. You. You're awesome. That's, a, that's an amazing. No, you're awesome. Thanks for having me on your podcast, dude. I, I was just telling Jasmine... I was telling Jasmine earlier, uh, it gives it really gives me something to look forward to, you know. I agree with that, yeah, because I don't even I didn't even do one since last Sunday. Whatever it is, I mean, plays keep going up, anyways. It is what it is, but um, I don't know. You, but I I really like this on Sunday. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I was gonna. Well, there was one where you posted in between the week where we did we started doing these Sunday things, and you posted one in between the week. It was really good. Yeah. I think what one was it? I think you lost your bag. Oh yeah, life is not, that's okay. I got a I new iPod remember. coming. Oh yeah, yeah. The episode is called Material Issue. That's yeah. right. Well, yep. there's yeah, a, there's a there's a there's a '90s band too called Material Issue. So I really? Mean, oh yeah, yeah. You should look them up. I didn't they're know really that. Good. What do they sound like? Oh, uh, they got a weird sound, like, but they're cool. Okay. What do they sound like? They sound like Jim Blossoms, or they? What do they sound uh, like? They got their own sound. I don't know what else to say. Okay. Nice. I love it. I'm gonna so, have I mean, to check it was, out. Yeah, yeah. That was re- it. Was in reference to the stuff I lost, but also uh, in reference to this '90s band too. But whatever, it's all good. So I love that. That's awesome, dude. Material. Yeah, I, love, I love titling okay. them. I, I love titling the podcast. There's, it's so fun to do. So yeah. <laughs> That's sick, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, to be old, totally honest, uh, I kind of got to take a leak real quick. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Oh, it's all good. Oh, yeah. Just have a cola from Whole Foods Market. Oh, yeah. Oh, this life's nuts. That's what people. That's what people fail to see is that this life's nuts. Oh yeah. Too many order followers. Yeah, you gotta like live different ways, not just pay a hundred bills every month for security reasons. I get that people want to sleep in beds and all that stuff. I like beds too, but <laughs> sometimes you gotta do nuts stuff. 
Tim Fallon really lives. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, man. Were you entertaining the guests? Oh, yeah, I was saying a bunch of nuts stuff. It was all good. <laughs> I probably loved all of it. Now I got to go back. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode and remember. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I had to use the bathroom because I'm nuts. <laughs> oh, you got to go to the bathroom because you're nuts. <laughs> man, I, I wish we were at Skatopia. Gosh. I, I know, man. I want to go. I'm absolutely in heaven, like, because that's how we met. We met through Skatopia. I know, man. It would, it would. I would have never known you from, you know, not right. So yeah. Oh, you, you came to, you were in the car when you came to my family's house. I forgot. Oh shit! I just oh, remember yeah, that. Man. You like, you guys pulled in the dead end on our on our road, and uh, Nick Wagner, another, he's a legend. I hope he's doing good. Uh, I need to video chat him again. The guitarist, the blues, the corduroys. He uh, he put my tent in the in the back of the car, and as soon as I got in in the car with Kevin, and uh, there's another, there's a female. I can't remember I, her name. I'm trying to remember who that was. Yeah, Kristen or Christina? No. Does that sound familiar? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not from Chi Town. <laughs> uh, I just Kevin. I just forget it. I forget it. it was who he was dating. I know. I think her name was Nicole. Right. But... No, that was the Skate Tobia trip. I think you might be thinking of Noah's girl at the time. No, uh, Nicole. I thought was with Kevin that weekend, but then they broke up. I don't fucking know. No, I think you're right. Actually, I don't freaking know. But yeah, they <laughs> they, they, they took turns driving. And as soon as I got in the car, you were just going off on like, you were like, oh, the government's nuts and we got all this money and this bullshit. And you're like, and you had some edibles too, I think. I think you shared some edibles with us. <laughs> but oh, you were just going off. And like, as soon as I got in the car, I was like, I made the best decision of my life. I. <laughs> You were, as soon as I got in, you were just going off. You're like, money's fucking bullshit, and we're all slaves, and this and that, and this and that. And we just, we just clicked instantly. So then, then for the left, the next four hours, me and you were just going off. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was a. Uh, do you remember what event that was for? Because it oh, wasn't man. for Bull Bash. No, the Halloween one. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I think, oh, so Halloween, yeah, so that was for, that's Backwoods, November, Backwoods. no, I, w I want to say it's November. Oh, November, okay. Or October 31st, fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, Backwoods Blowout, it's Bruce's birthday. Yeah. That's what we went for. Yeah. That was a sick weekend. Yeah, man, man, I know. I know all these suburbs. You go to Skatopia and then you come back to where you're from and you're just like, this is crazy. Right. Every time every time we come back from Skatopia, it's, I always try to like, I go back to society and I try to like talk to the neighbors. I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's up? But it's I have to remember that I'm not at Skatopia and people think that's like weird. <laughs> people think that's weird if you just walk up to them and start talking to them and like having a conversation about your life. <laughs> people think that's weird. <laughs> oh yeah, people don't even want to like look at each other anymore. It's 
I don't know. It's real weird. And drivers, they do not like Man. look left. Like when someone's behind the wheel of a car, they like barely even look left and right anymore. They're like Dude. straight ahead. It is ri- as a bike Man. rider. As a bike rider, I noticed this shit, and I'm just like, this is – like, they're oh, robots. Oh, dude, yeah, you're, you are a bike rider. So, speaking of uh, Jasmine um, – uh, sorry to bring it on a down note real quick. Uh, Jasmine had a friend who passed away. He got hit by a car while he was on the, like, the bypass, or so, and he died. Damn. And she, she just found out about it, like – literally an hour ago wow yeah so that's a fact people literally just do not fucking pay attention like gosh it's yeah it's fucking sad but and he was on a bike he was riding a bike too since since this podcast keeps growing i'm gonna even say it on here like fucking look out for pedestrians like for real that's crazy that no one should have to get hit that is crazy. Right. And he's, he's you know, it, he's one of us. Like, you know, we hate cars. And, uh, <laughs> you know, cars are another chain, another financial chain to keep strapped into you. Like uh, the the movie Hell, the, the Hellraiser movies. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's literally the allegory is because uh, the, the I, God, I forget what they're called in that movie. But the things that come from hell, they love their materialism and they love like their blood and their sex. If you watch the movie, it's all about materialism. So it's trying to show people what true Satanism is because they come straight from hell, right? Obviously. So that's the allegory of that movie. It's like a lot of the things that people are attached to, these chains that people are attached to, it's Satanism. It's like, oh, my car, oh, my car is so nice. But, you know, assuming your car is, like, using gas, creating explosions just to move forward, you're causing pollution to the earth. So, you know, it's like people, and people get attached to their cars. You know, there's, like, car shows and, you know... Like people, people will pay. You can get like thousands of people to pay, you know, ten bucks a ticket to go to a car show. But when you, uh, you know, when you have like a freedom conference, like what I was telling you about, um, freedom under natural law conference, there was only like a hundred people in attendance of that conference. You know, dude, that is nuts. I mean, that, these people, these people need to get their priorities straight, and they never will. Exactly. They just never will, though. That's the thing. Like. Man, that's the truth. And a lot of us are raised, I mean, like here in America, a lot of us are raised with the idea of like, you need to grow up and become an adult. But like, I've seen, you know, quote unquote adults where they spend, you know, like, like I said, they'll spend their entire weekend in the garage working on their car, which is ultimately polluting the planet and like, you know, distributing oil and antifreeze onto the, onto the earth. And like, you know, animals are attracted to antifreeze and they like, it could kill them if they just have one lick of it. Like, and, and it's like, that's what Satanism is. It's like pseudo Satanism. But if you go out and tell people, they're like, dude, you're a Satanist. They'll be like, oh, I'm not a Satanist. Oh, I don't even know what Satanism is. Like, how could you say, oh, I'm a Satanist? Ah. 
<laughs> you know? That's how people act. So, like, I have people in my family who literally, like, they won't talk to me. Like, I was like, by you, like, people in my family, they love Elon Musk. They love, they're, like, really big on science, scientists. Like, they're, they love science and they love scientism. So, I'm like, by you by supporting elon musk you are a pseudo satanist and one of my one of my cousins response direct this is a direct quote one of his response was i don't care what satanism is because i know that elon musk is not a satanist so i mean let's like break that sentence down i first of all i don't care what satanism is so right there he admitted that he doesn't he doesn't know what it is he hasn't done any research into what real Satanism is. And then he said, I don't care about Satanism because I know that Elon Musk is not a Satanist. So that's like, it's celebrity worship. I mean, there's so much cognitive dissonance in that sentence right there. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's baffling. It just gets so frustrating right there. You know, I don't care what Satanism is because I know that this person that I worship, because I worship celebrities, it's just so... And this is where people's consciousness is at. It's fucking nuts. That's nuts. That's crazy life stories right there. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> You're right about like, that. You, holy shit. Yeah, man. They, they, they're, and, not, they're, they're not going to react until something really hits them in the face. That That's one yes. question I had said that at work. Like, She's like, they're not going to do anything until something's directly right in front of their face. And uh, it's crazy. But it's just crazy that they want to, these people want to follow orders and they're, they're getting, even the rich are getting fucked over on taxes by following orders. It's just like, why would you want to, like, okay, we all like fell into it in the beginning and whatever. That's that's what it is. These, These fuckers are more clever than we think. Whatever it is, what it is. But now that it's stuff's coming out, it's like, yeah. why is every, it's like, why is everybody still following orders? That's nuts. Like, that's fucking exactly. Like you, that yeah. you, that means you want. It's like you almost you're asking for a life of hell. Like that's what you're asking for by continuing yeah. to follow fucking orders. Yeah, exactly. That reminds me of uh, Dawn of the Dead. You know, at the beginning of Dawn of the Dead, the preacher. Actually, ironically, the preacher says it. Isn't that fucking hilarious? Or he says, uh, when when there's no more room... Fuck, what does he say? God, I want to look it up now. It's all good, man. You can. It doesn't have to be like Joe Rogan uh, perfect. Right. Well, Joe I mean, if I, Joe Rogan if I... Perfect. Joe Rogan perfect. If I, if I say a quote, I... I I want the quote to be like kind of spot on. Well, look it up, man. Who gives a shit? It's just a, we're just having fun. While other people are like, "I'm gonna die tomorrow." It's like, I'm gonna die. Tomorrow. All right, like you'll probably be fine. Oh but... yeah, yeah. So here, it is. when there's no more room left in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Yeah, and that I think that's like God, that's what's happening. <laughs> Shit, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not really a, I'm not a Christian God-fearing man, but you know, that's definitely what's happening. Our planet is being turned into hell, and people, you know, no, I, like, 
I know what you mean. I'm not religious either, but what I'm hearing from religious people is that everything in the Bible is coming true right now. So it's like it's too nuts. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And a lot. That's another thing. But that's people get tied into the materialism of even right there, the materialism of Christianity. You know, because. When you go to church, they tell you to give ten, give up ten percent of your paycheck, and ten percent of everything you earn has to should go to God, and you know, <laughs> but, and, you know <laughs> yeah. and that's what that's what like people get tied up into that. Like, oh, if I don't go to church, if I don't go to this materialistic building every Sunday, I'm not going to be a Christian, and, uh, and then I'm going to go to hell. But it's like, dude, you're already there. Just look around, like <laughs> you know. Look around in yeah. any building outside of your church that, you know, that's probably a, a $5 million building because most churches, you know, that's uh, we were talking about that in the last episode. Most churches have so many acres of land. Like there's two churches within five miles within each other from where I'm at right now where like they literally have about at least at least three acres each church yeah, has at least three crazy. acres, and it's just like it's just empty land doing nothing. You know, <laughs> the land is only occupied like every Sunday, and maybe sometimes on a Wednesday. Like, <laughs> it's so wild. It's so fucking wild. Yeah, pe- people and their beliefs are wild. Hell yeah. I don't know, man. I I don't really believe in much, but. I just feel like we're just getting scammed every day, and everyone's like, "Let's wake up and get scammed again." It's like this is nuts. Like, yeah, that's a fact. And people love like they're uh, they love being scammed. You know, like paying taxes is a, is a scam. We already broke that down on this podcast before, but you know, it's like people love it's it's uh they call it they call it patriotism. So they make you feel like uh like you're wearing a cape. It's just like the virtue signaling of wearing a mask. It's like, oh, if you don't wear a mask and get your vaccine, you're doing damage to the entire society. And you're like, you're the bad guy. And people believe this shit. (laughs) People really believe it. They fucking believe we went to the moon and none of this is real. So it's just like. Right. I wonder if we did. That's something, man, like. No, it's dude, all. We really it's go all, to the moon. I wonder. Just, dude, just look up on TikTok, <laughs> NASA. It's all. They're just actors, and there's, there's. It's oh, just all yeah, fake. Yeah, exactly. You like what you nailed it. They're actors, you know. Um, fuck, I would. I wish I'd. <sighs> there's a Marilyn Monroe quote where it's like in Hollywood, you can sell your soul for a dollar but for a kiss they'll pay you pennies or something like that so i can't remember but as to that reminds me of arnold uh swartzen negger arnold i kind of hate his last name arnold s you know what i mean gets it a chopper everybody knows who i'm talking about yeah right oh so he was like he uh he went from being an actor to he tried to make his way as a governor, right? Everybody knows that for the most part. Right. So he tr- that's 
and he he also put out a quote. He said, uh, "Gosh, I can't remember the quote, but <laughs> it's like something about being an actor. It's like the only difference between Hollywood and politicians is that." Uh, man, I really can't remember. But they're all actors, you know, basically. And that's why it was so easy for him to transition from being an actor to going to try and being a governor because they're all actors. They're lifetime actors. Politicians are lifetime actors. They're acting, you know. And a lot of our presidents went from Hollywood, like Nixon. He started as, I think it's Nixon, right? That's your, that's kind of more your generation. Yeah, I mean that's this, kind of more my it's kind of more my no no uh Reagan, my bad. Reagan's my generation, yeah. Reagan started as an actor and then he went into politics. And it's the same thing. It's because it's their lifetime actors. They're just lifetime bullshitters, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. They're well, lifetime really and that's bad. and that's why Arnold he was trying to be the governor and you know, and uh there was gosh I'm trying to think of there's another person who started as an actor and then they became a president. But I can't I can't remember. I don't know. Brain fart. Yeah, I'm not that. sure, but I but I but I know exactly what you're saying, and, and it's so true because all the politicians they're just actors. That's all they are. Like the, right. the, the, they're nothing. Yeah, there's exactly nothing, there's nothing different between someone and that because I think even the politicians work with with like like politician coaches, like how the actors work with an acting coach. Like they do, they work with people. Oh, they do. There's someone exactly. That works, yeah. There's someone that works with Joe Biden right now that for what he's going to say and what he's going to do. And yeah. Oh God. If only they could teach him to walk up some stairs correctly. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, ride a, a- or ride a bike. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, our president can't even fucking ride a bike. <laughs> I forgot it. That's why. Yeah, that's another like our president can't ride a bike or go upstairs, and people like worship this guy. People voted for, or at least that's what they tell us. People voted. You know, it drives yeah. me nuts. And then there's like people who people who see that, like who see that guy in government, and then they want to add another party. You know, like as if that's going to change anything, you know, like people want to add the Libertarian Party, get the Libertarian Party to do the debates like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so many forms of chains, so many different types of chains. It's freaking yeah. nuts. Oh, uh, the person who I was thinking of, I'm, I'm retarded. Uh, fucking Trump. Trump started as an actor. He was doing, you know, like uh, The Apprentice. Oh yeah! Right, like he was doing. You're fired, and everybody was like, "Yeah, that's hilarious. That's awesome." <laughs> he was on the TV, and now he's our president. That's so awesome! Like this, this is how people think. Oh, I'm gonna vote for him because he was on the TV already. So I know he's a good businessman. He was on The Apprentice. That's what everybody says about Trump. Oh, he's a good businessman. He's a good businessman. He knows how to run a business. Yeah, Dude, and like, so, and. So and Tying into, um, sorry to interrupt you, but tying into our last episodes, like you said, America is no longer a country; it's a business now. 
<laughs> just to go right and you know to tie that in just exactly like what you said it's a corporation so trump didn't become a president he just became a boss of a huge corporation they didn't become like uh you know the controller of a nation he was just a, <laughs> he just you know he just became he got he got a promotion basically Instead of controlling his little business, he controlled a ginormous business with a bunch of tiny other little businesses. You know, like, <laughs> 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 business, business. It's all about business, business. That's what I mean. That's why I was saying it's so hard to be an artist in the Midwest because these are just business cities here in the Midwest. Yeah, there's creative parts. Exactly. There's creative parts. I'm not. I'm not going to discredit that, but I'm saying it's mainly business people here. So if you have a exactly. if you have a creative niche, people are going to think you're nuts anyways because you're not a hundred percent business, right? And there's so many. I know so many artists like like yourself who who have written like just done amazing work, you know, especially with songs, it's like written amazing songs, but they'll never get the clarity. I mean, not the clarity. That's a bad word. They'll never get the clout, I guess. They'll, nobody will never know who they are. Like, uh, I think I plugged another, uh, this guy named Nako, N-A-H-K-O. He's a Native American. He does amazing, very powerful music, but like, he's very unknown nobody knows who the fuck he is it's wild and there's so many artists like that i know it, it, it's just wild who oh like throughout the decades who gets noticed and who's kind of like swept under the rug it's so wild right um shit i brain farted again <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like fucking, it's Monday morning now, so you're, you know, I hate, dude, I worked to fucking one thirty to 9.30, it was a long day, but whatever. Holy, like, holy shit, man. Oh, you gotta be a slave. Uh, came, came from oh, parents that were slaves, so. That's they, why know, you were but, so. I know, but it's like parents have kids so they can suffer and be slaves like they did. It's just crazy, man. Right. It's Man, yeah, exactly. And people, I swear, people have kids just because, you know, it's that pressure, that fear. People have kids just so they can keep getting their parents' money. Kind of, you know, like, kind of, so to speak. Because I know a lot of, like, a, a lot of people who are close to us, like, the, the kids who, the children in the family who don't have kids and, like, don't carry on the family name, they don't get as much as uh, they don't get as much attention, right? So even in, and whether like even if a person has a kid when they can't afford a kid and they have to like you know they have to use government housing and food stamps, like they still get more credit even if they had a kid when they were like in no financial position to have a child. They probably just knew. You know, like, oh, I can get a job. I can work three months and have like four kids and get four thousand dollar tax checks at the end of every year. You know, it's like the government supports these people on top of a lot of families. Like families look down on people who, like, oh, you don't have a kid. Like you're you're twenty nine years old and you don't have a kid, or you're, or you're like forty two years old and you don't have a kid, or whatever. You're not married. You're not 
Like you're not perpetuating the cycle. So people look down on, you know, people like us. No, I agree with you. And that, that's, I've never, I've never felt anything but that kind of stuff. And, and I'm a positive person, but yeah, it's really weird that like everything you said is so true. Like it's really weird that they really, really want you to procreate while you're alive and like that. And, and the people that like, don't like, we're looked down upon or we're looked as if not looked down upon, looked as different or there's a problem or it, it's so strange. Right. That, it's just so strange that and almost everybody at every job I've ever had, they were there for one main reason. They had kids like there was no other reason they were at this job wow. other than that they had. So being somebody that has had a bunch of jobs in my lifetime and I don't have any kids, you know, people mm-hmm. are probably, je- they're probably jealous of me because I get to spend my money on myself and these people, all their money goes to their kids. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. I was, the podcasts that I've been listening to, like wake the dead podcast. It's just, it's easy to find. It's just like on Spotify and uh, a lot of the, funnel freedom under natural law conference they were talking about this how it's like you know yeah they these adults look at you and you can spend your money on whatever you want and these adults they're paying bills and getting taxed on their bills and they're buying a house and they're getting taxed on their house and it's like it's um i forget how they say it it's like crabs in a barrel you know like when one crab sees another crab almost to the top of the barrel they drag him down or they, they drag the, you know, they drag the other crap down. And that's kind of how I look at it as like, oh, if you don't have a kid, oh, like, oh, you get to spend your money on what you want. So then they look down on us for that. And yeah, it's, and you, just like you said, they're kind of, it's almost like a, a form of jealousy. Yeah, it's weird. And it's almost like, you know, by the next Christmas, you're supposed to have like two kids by now. And it's just nuts, dude, because some of us like don't, we don't like even meet our fucking soulmate and then, and then we're looked down upon and we didn't even get a chance to meet a soulmate. And, and yeah, these exactly. are the arguments, these are the arguments of a single person or, or the defense mechanism statements of a single person, because it's like, well, how do you think we feel like we spend most Man. of our money, like alone because not by choice, but because nobody in society fucking, even understands you or whatever exactly exactly and then the soulmate thing is like uh, most most people in marriages are in marriages because of like you know i hate to say it because of like their parents or something like that you know like if you get into a relationship when you're younger and your parents don't approve of your of your of your mate then they like you know again it's the it's the vicious cycle. They look down on you like, Oh, I don't think this person's going to be able to carry your child or uh, is if, if this person gets you pregnant, are they going to be able to like provide for you? It always comes down to that. It's always, it always comes down to fear. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't want kids. Like, and it, it's not for everybody and neither is marriage. Like I just don't want that. Like, 
I, I, right. I see, I see there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, my friend. Right. And I, see, <laughs> I see all these different kinds of people I know, and I know all these different kinds of people in different living situations and whatever. And I see them in their, these relationships. And I hate to say it, but a lot of the time, the stuff that's said between the people or the stuff that people do to each other is more negative than positive. It, it's really not. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. That's a fact. And I'm not um, saying like, I'm, I know there's people out there that found people that in any life situation, they'll get along. And I know there's those people too. And I give those people props that they did something that hard to do. Planet mm-hmm. it's not easy. Like yeah. I said, I, I see a lot of negative relationship stuff and I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to put up with this shit. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Because I, to be honest, I like I like my alone time. Like, and I've met a lot of people too that they always have to be holding hands with somebody, and they have to be spending the majority of the day and evening with that person. And it's like I love my alone time. Like, I fucking love it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like I'm in a relationship too. Luckily, I'm in a relationship where like. I feel like jazz, like when I want to be by myself, I think Jasmine kind of picks up on it. You know, I'm like, I just want to play video games for like four hours. I mean, not not four hours. That's way too long to play video games. But it's like, I, yeah, I just want to be by myself. And a lot of people don't respect that or they don't acknowledge or even they don't, they, they're too busy spending man's currency, which is paying bills and, uh, or no, spending money and paying bills. And then the spiritual currency is spending money and paying attention. And a lot of people just don't spend time and a lot, and they don't spend time and they don't pay attention to even their significant other, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and and the whole, like they have kids and then they're both working and hustling while the kids, you know, the kids come home after yes. school alone and then they get into a bunch of weird shit because they're not right. supervised. I mean, it, dude, it, the, the American dream is not a, a dream at all. It's a nightmare and I cannot well, no. believe that. I just You're cannot always... believe that all these people have fallen for it and they think that's what each generation is supposed to do. That's what I can't believe, man. Right. <laughs> It's, well, and, and to take it back, it's like, oh, if you don't have a kid, they look down on you. It's like a cult, you know, it's like to go back to the cult thing. It's like, oh, you don't have a kid. So, and I know a lot of families who just, they turn their backs on the kids who don't have kids. You know what I mean? I know a lot of families who just like, they'll turn their back, like they'll stop hanging out with them. And they'll stop spending time with them and they'll stop like bringing their kids around them just because they don't have kids. And it becomes this weird, like, Oh, this separation. It's, it's just like, you know, it's, then it becomes ego identification. Like, Oh, I'm an adult. And that person's not an adult because I have kids and that person doesn't have kids. So I don't want that person around me because they don't, it's just like, Oh, it's all this bullshit. (laughs) And uh, we're always, you're always talking about George Carlin to quote George Carlin. You said it's, uh, um, Oh fuck. What did you say earlier? I just, ah, forgot. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I said, man. Dang it. Yeah, what did you say? Shoot. Uh, 
um, oh, the, about the American dream. He oh, said yeah. it, it is it is an American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. Right, and Carlin says and that. Like, yeah, because you really do have to be asleep to believe it. Oh, I'm going to get my Corvette and go watch sports and uh, fast cars and titties and guns and uh, like <laughs> America, America. Which is, you know, all of that stuff is just. Again, to go back, I hate to sound like a broken record, but to go back, it's all just ego identification. You're so right, man. Yeah. And that's why a lot of relationships fail because it's like, it's to, to go back to 1984, because we, ju- we just did the book review on that channel. So I've, I just read that book. It's really fresh on my mind. Um, to go back to that, it's like uh, people don't pay attention to their, to their, to their kids, let alone their significant other, you know, so when their significant other starts getting like, you know, like, I don't give a shit who you are. You start getting grouchy if you're around people too much, you know, and a lot of, a lot of new age bullshit, a lot of new age bullshitters, they say, Oh, it's like, Ooh, you're, you're introvert because you want to be by yourself. It's like, no, like sometimes I'm not an introvert. I'm very, I love talking to people, but I just need like, I need periods of my life where just like leave me the fuck alone in a bedroom to like, I just need silence away from human beings. Like dogs are cool. You know what I mean? Like I just like, let me recharge my social battery and then I will be ready to conversate with everybody. And then I'll be ready to like go out to, to the Thanksgiving dinner and conversate and talk about politics or whatever, you know, like that's a, you got to recharge. Oh, yeah. No, I agree, man. That's why I like go to parks and forest reserves. And since COVID, nobody goes to those places anymore. So it's just a chance right. to be around nature and not around a bunch of people. Because, yeah, at work, I deal with people all day fucking long and they're all nuts and they're all money hoarders, but they're not that intelligent. I, it's just insane. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I don't even have to imagine. I've worked a lot of jobs like that to where, and we talked about this before. It was, what shift did you have today? You had the crappy shift. One thirty to 9.30. Oh, yeah. So one thirty to like 3 o'clock, you get all them soccer moms that are very easygoing and very nice to talk to. And then everybody starts getting off work, and then you deal with the grouchy people from like fucking 3 o'clock to, to 5 o'clock. You deal with all the grouchy people, and then the people who get off work at like seven o'clock are too tired to talk to human beings. So that you so seven to nine, you're talking, so it's like a bunch of half asleep zombies who like, don't even know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> that's a, that's a really interesting shift right there. That's an exhausting shift, actually not even interesting. I've done that shift a lot. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's a lot, man. I don't know, whatever. At least I all can those, leave, whatever. I know, but weed makes me happy. So I got to be a stupid slave to be free with weed. What kind of country is that? Well, I mean, I don't love that, but I, I can relate to that. Yeah, weed is, uh, that's the medicine right there. It's uh, God's God's plant. Yeah, that's, that's why for decades they didn't want anybody to have any. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think it even, uh, I mean, I need to reread the, I need to, yeah, I need to reread the Bible. That's good. Like, so we've been doing these book reviews on Beagle Eye Visions and like that, that's one of the books that are on the list. That's going to be a hell of a, 
hell of a one to tackle. Well, you're saying the Bible? Yeah, that, like that's it's a book. I mean, we gotta, you know, that's on the list. We gotta that's do a book funny, review man. of the Bible, dude. You're that's awesome. gonna be it. You're awesome, man. <laughs> oh shit, thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be an intense one to tackle. But you know, right now the way the way we've, we've been doing the book reviews is like we did. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but we started off with like Animal Farm. Uh, and there was a series of books called the barcode tattoos where, uh, everybody in the society has to get a barcode tattoo. Like you should really check out them books. I know, I don't know if you read or not, but right on, man. The, yeah, the barcode series, uh, they're really easy to read. They're like, they're almost elementary. I would say they're, they're so <laughs> easy to go through, but th- there's like a lot of truth. And I'm just like 1984, you know, that was the, most recent one we did and there was another book that we we did called uh the most dangerous superstition which the most dangerous superstition is all about authority this uh false idea of authority and how authority is by definition a religion by like the you know by the true definition of religion the etymology of the of religion which Religion, the word comes from um, uh, comes from Latin, uh, the word religare, which means to um, to thwart from forward progress or to tie back from forward progress. Wow. So yeah, yeah. So the uh, yeah, the idea of authority is a religion. That's another book. Another great, amazing book. And that book's really easy to read. It's only like 200 pages. It's not that like you could read that book in a day. Cool. You know, it's awesome. We, we love that book. Larkin Rose. Uh, he's a, he's a amazing anarchist, a total all capital letters legend amongst the community, you know? No, that's awesome. And yeah, you guys check out Beagle Eye Visions because they, they do book reviews and they do they'll make a video with you. They're fucking cool. So yeah. Yeah. And Matt Bennett's the first interview. We talk about this all the time. We're now we both sound like broken records. You're the or you're the first interview we did on that channel. Which you're an yeah. absolute legend, but I didn't label that I on YouTube I didn't label that video as, as like you're a legend, which I'm kinda of butthurt about, but it's okay. <laughs> next time next interview we do you're yeah, gonna, I, gonna, I gonna say, be yeah, I do, Elmhurst. yeah i want to do another one with you guys man that, that was fun it's good hell open. yeah cool. i wish um it sucks because i i need like when we do a, a video like that i mean you saw well i need the camera gr- the camera girl you know it's i i could easily just use a tripod you know, but I th- I think I think sh- the camera girl adds a lot to the videos. Like it's the Skatetopia video we did, I had the camera girl. We couldn't do another one at the Clarion Inn when we went and visited you because uh, she I think she was tired from traveling. And yeah, working. but next time <laughs> we'll make another yes. one. Yes, yes, hell yeah. Um, no, I, I just I like that they're just natural. That I, we don't need to write a storyboard or whatever. It's yes, just exactly. natural. I mean, the one that's right. it's gonna be so cool how those guys just 
came in out of nowhere. Like they were going to go in the igloo at the same time we were going to be in there. That's so nuts. But it came out yeah. so good. Like there didn't yeah. need to be a script. There didn't be a stupid. Because I've always hated Hollywood script shit. That in all the documentaries right. I've done, I love that like, it's structure. Yeah. You know, me and you were we're against structure. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Like the the scripts. Like oh, it's a structure. Oh, it's just it's a structure. I hate, I hate <laughs> like, that word. Control. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's a foundation. Be, there used to be a, a store that showed like show, or what am I saying? There used to be a store that had like pants and shirts called Structure. Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's kind of why I like. Um, so you need to watch this movie called The Gentleman, and it's uh it's a by a guy who. Uh, his name's Guy Ritchie. The way he does movies is like he'll write a script, and the script is just kind of like a basic outline. But when he goes, when they actually do the filming, like he lets the actors Im- improvise, and he lets the actors kind of build the script in a way. So when you go watch a Guy Ritchie movie, his movies are v- like they're very distinct. Like he's he's on the level of like you know. Guy Ritchie and Quentin Tarantino, like, you know, these guys are our modern day fucking, they've, they're killing, killing it in the film industry right now. Oh, yeah. They have for but, a long time. Yeah. And I think Quentin Tarantino does that too. He does like, uh, he kind of lets the actors improvise. Like, once upon a time in Hollywood, there was a scene, a couple scenes, uh, the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio kind of starts crying in front of uh, Brad Pitt. And like the, there was the part where Brad Pitt put on the sunglasses of Leonardo DiCaprio. And that was like an, an improv move. Thought that was super cool. Nice. But yeah, they, when the way they direct their movies is like, they don't put too much control and they kind of let it just kind of flow. That's great. Naturally. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on, man. Well, we're over an hour, so I don't know, man. What I got a little phone battery left, but uh, I don't. Oh I don't shit! Have, I don't have a whole. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to end it quick, but I'm just saying I don't have that much more to say myself. So, <laughs> oh, you don't have a charger around? <laughs> you don't. You don't have a phone charger anywhere? That's up in my room, man. It's all good. Oh shoot! Uh, here, let me take a leak, and then uh, you know, speaking of movies, there's a movie coming out that I'll talk about when I come back. So right, entertain cool, the man. audience. I'll BRB as they, as the millennials say. Uh, <laughs> people are nuts. Yeah, we're nuts. We're crazy. <laughs> oh man! Oh, the world's too nuts. The world's do not. Just drink cola from Whole Foods Market. <laughs> the serious. Oh man, the serious. Obey orders. Pay all your bills on time and be serious. <laughs> oh man. This is kind of funny where he goes to the bathroom, but I just ran. Rant and rave.
right. All right, I'm back. Oh, uh, you're nuts. Oh, I'm totally nuts. I feel, oh, man, whenever we hang out, it feels like we're back at Skatopia. I love it. I hear you. Yeah, you're right about that. But um, anyways, so there's a movie. We, we talk about movies on this channel all the time or podcasts, whatever. So there's a movie coming out called um, The Jones Plantation. And uh, as I'm assuming a lot of your audience m- probably might be um, uh, stoners. Uh, <laughs> no, no offense to anybody, but shit. I'm a fan and I'm, I'm one myself. So there's this movie coming out at the end of the month. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I tried to do. I did some research. I tried to find out when it was coming out, but it's kind. Of, it's a super underground movie, so uh, it's kind of like up in the air. It's on the West Coast. They're doing. Um, it's in like Colorado, Arizona area. They'll be doing showings. So, anyways, this movie's called called The Jones Plantation. It was. It was written by a guy who wrote a book that. Uh, a book that we did a book review on our Beagle Eye Vision YouTube channel. We did a book review called The Most Dangerous Superstition is what the book is called. And this guy wrote the movie called The Jones Plantation. So there's a little animated video on YouTube. You can look it up. Look up The Jones Plantation and you can find the animation. It's very entertaining. It's very good to watch. And it'll 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 make you think, and I, in in my opinion, and I, I'm sure that you would probably agree with this too, Matt. Is that movies should make us think, you know? Oh, most definitely. Like, that's what like the most powerful movies really make you think. Like, uh, I'm talking. Let's let's. I mean, let's throw out some movies here. Let's. Uh, Shutter Island, right? Have you ever seen Shutter Island? Yeah. That that's like an amazing movie, and it gets you thinking, right? You're right. You know. So uh, after, so once we're done recording, look up the Jones Plantation. They somebody did a little animation, little animated video. I think it's only like 20 minutes long. It's really not that long at all. But uh, you know, while you're smoking some reefer or whatever, go watch this animation, animated video. It's really good. I cannot wait for the movie to come out. Um, wow, all okay, the people, I'm gonna look it up. There's also a uh, a trailer for the movie, which you know it's all like humans, of course. It's not animated, so there's a trailer of the movie. There's a little animation that basically shows the storyline of the movie. It's so good. It's gold. Like it's fucking gold. Cool, man. I'm gonna check it out when I get off with you. That's awesome. Hell yeah! And then there's also um, Jasmine wanted me to plug the show. There's a show coming. July 29th, uh, there's some amazing punk rock bands that are literally a staple piece of punk rock here in Indiana. Like, I know you guys over in Chicago have punk rock tacos and, like, the Villa Park punk nights. I don't know if they do that anymore, but. Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. I just know about punk rock tacos. <laughs> well, yeah, so, well, I mean, you guys got that, so you're keeping the punk rock alive. You know, uh, these guys, these bands, the distractions, they're from here, South Bend, Indiana. You can find them on Spotify. Amazing music, you know, that, and again, I think their music, their music gets me thinking. So if there's any stoners out there who like punk rock, definitely check out the distractions and, uh, Flamingo Nosebleeds playing July 29th here at a venue, Mishawaka called, uh, the Midway Tavern. 
It's a legendary venue. It's one of the oldest buildings in that area that are still standing, um, which totally sucks because uh, if if for those of you who know about South Bend and Mishawaka, we have like the Hundred Center. The Hundred Center is where everybody used to go. Like before, you would go before going to the Notre Dame game back in the day. You would go shopping. You know, you'd go shopping at the One Hundred Center and have like it's basically an outside mall. It had all these different types of plazas and stuff. And um, so the distraction, <laughs> my, I keep brain farting. I've, I've scatterbrained. So July 29th, the distractions, South Bend, Flamingo Nosebleed, another amazing punk rock band uh, from Indiana. They're from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, look up Flamingo Nosebleed. They got a couple of good videos for stoners, a couple of good music videos for stoners on there. They got like, if you're, if you're into skateboarding, go check out Flamingo Nosebleed. <laughs> And um, uh, what else is coming up? Oh, so I said I said that the last episode, I was like, it's a trend now. Every episode we've been mentioning Brandon Martin, right? <laughs> so um, Seed 5, Seed 5 Conference, it's, it's, uh, it's the same energy as the Freedom Under Natural Law Conference that just happened uh, – what date was that? That just happened. It, the Freedom of the Natural Law Conference has already passed, but this one's coming up live uh, September 23rd and 24th. Is called uh, Seed 5 Metamorphosis. It's another totally free online um, present, presentation, I guess, meetup, I guess you could call it. Uh, you can look it up on the website. There's a website for it. I'm sure it'll be live on YouTube. We're going to have a lot of amazing speakers talking about freedom and natural law and uh, a lot of the subjects that we hit on this podcast, actually, you know, they're going to be talking about movies and stuff. So a lot of speakers, there's going to be James Cordner speaking, um, Brandon Martin's uncle, uh, Douglas Martin, which is uh, the owner of Skatetopia's brother. For those who do not know who Douglas Martin is, the owner of Skatopia's brother and the owner of Skatopia is an absolute fucking legend. We love him on Crazy Life Stories and Beagle Eye Visions. Uh, that's Bruce, Douglas Martin. So he's uh, Bruce Martin's brother. Total fucking legend. Both those guys are legends. Uh, Nate Cap, which is Brandon Martin's cousin who lives on the West Coast. Another amazing legend, Nate Cap. Uh, Mark Passio. He's top-tier anarchist material right there. Chris Jansen, Will Keller, of course, Brandon Martin, the owner's son of Skatopia. He's, this is actually his conference. He's going to be the host, but he's also going to be speaking, of course. Uh, Leslie Powers, Brad, Brandon Spencer, a lot of amazing minds, some of the most intelligent minds of our generation. Uh, September 23rd, 24th, look out for that. Oh, <laughs> Hell Yeah. No, that's all good. You, you got your shit out there. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the homies right there. That's not even mine. I'm just going to be attending it, like the Freedom Under Natural Law conference, man. Oh, some great minds. Good stuff. They talk about a lot. So much amazing topics. Yeah, I want to check it out, man. I'm going to check it out in September for sure. Oh, yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you a link, bro. Oh, and um, there's awesome. another video. There was another video we were talking about that I said I was going to send to you. What was – do you remember? To be honest, man, not really from last week to this week. 
Oh, oh, we were talking about on this episode. <laughs> I can't remember either. Shit, I got super. Ba- I was getting baked all day. We got a new. Um, Jasmine got me a new. Uh, a new bong from. Uh, I guess water pipe because I already mentioned the shop that I got it from around here. <laughs> but she got me a new uh, new water pipe because we got to use specific words because control and shit. <laughs> she got me a new water pipe. I've been getting fucking ripped all day. Oh hell yeah! Man. This is awesome. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I got ripped after after I ate dinner. It was good. Hell yeah! Damn shit. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like not ready. What do you like? What do you work? What's your what shift you? coming up here? I mean, just oh, a random um, topic. No, I no, I I'm mostly one thirty to nine thirty, but in August. I have some early shifts. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> oh, they schedule out. They schedule you out that far. Yeah, it's actually one good thing. You can actually sort of plan your life. So, holy shit! Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, wow. it's okay, man. Not bad. Hell yeah! Yeah. Oh, I forgot another event. Sorry, I forgot to mention. Um, so the weekend, I believe it's the weekend after Seed Five. We are doing here in Elkhart. You should, dude. You should totally come for that, and then we could record another interview. You know, if you end up show. so September 29th on a Friday, uh, we're doing the Matrix allegorical movie breakdown presentation here in Elkhart. It's at a venue called the Michiana Education and Art Club. You can join the club. It's only thirty-five dollars a year. It's awesome. Uh, Club membership gets you discounted event prices. And uh, uh, I mean, I'm a member and I'm able to do this matrix allegorical breakdown because the owner of the venue is a total badass. He's an absolute South Bend legend. We actually interviewed him on our YouTube channel. Uh, His name is um, Dom Dominic Soborowski. So if you want to look into his life, we did an interview on our YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm just plugging all sorts of shit now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. No, dude, I want, yeah, I want to come to South Bend. Uh, September's reasonable because that's far enough away where yes. I could put it. I could put in for like three or four days off, and I get I get paid yes, time bro. off anyways. Fucking, I'm, I can just call him on the train. I want to take the train. I don't want to drive. I want to take the train. Hell yeah, yeah, dude, take the train. Yes, we could pick you up. We could pick you up from the South Bend airport. It's uh like I said, it's thirty dollars round trip, so it'll be fifteen dollars to get here, and then we'll uh you'll wake up uh I mean you'll you'll find you can leave whenever the hell you want to. You're a total legend. You're welcome here as long as you want. Um, <laughs> but uh you know you can find a time where you can get back on the train, and then it's fifteen bucks to go back to Chicago. You know we'll yeah. set up a time. We'll we'll get drop you off at the South Bend Airport, and then you'll go back to Chicago, back to your hometown. That sounds awesome, dude. Please, let's make it happen, please. Yeah, that's because September's pretty decent and far away. So yeah, man, what just send, send uh, me the dates. Send me the dates yep. for that for that. Well, September 29th? Yeah, I got you. I'll send you the. Uh, I made a Facebook event about it, so I'll send that. I'll send that over to you. All right. Cool. Yeah, I want to. I like to see other parts of this crazy company that we live in. So, yes, I wish. I mean, I wish. I wish. We, I really wish we had a car because then I could really show you around South Bend because there's a lot of good, rich history here. Like, 
Um, we had the first all-female softball team in history. Huh. Yeah, here at Notre Dame. But that's one of the things nobody talks about, you know, like nobody talks about all-female, all-women, because a lot of <laughs> people look down on women for some reason. Uh, that's like a normal thing in most people's cults, like <laughs> especially in the military. The military cults. <laughs> Well, fucking a, man. Damn it, we I have too much fun with you. I don't want to get off here. I hear you. it's all good, but we did pretty good. I have to say, so. Mm-hmm. Almost an hour and a half, so that's right. Good. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, so, are you working tomorrow, or? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working tomorrow, and then I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's all good. Nice. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Jeez. Oh yeah, man. Um. Damn. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of out of things to talk about, too. Yeah, yeah it's all good, but we know we talked about a bunch of cool stuff. There's another well, I awesome, I, awesome I kind of do. I kind of do have a, a crazy life story because our, you know, we're uh, we already plugged it 14 times on this podcast. Uh, I, I think 47 times at least. We plugged uh, Beagle Eye Visions. So we have Beagles. Uh, one of our baby Beagles, our oldest one, Squirt, he went to he had to go to the vet uh, a couple days ago and Niles Niles Michigan is like you can go there and get like recreational marijuana it's awesome but that's beside the point uh Niles Michigan has one of the best one of my most favorite skate parks ever i want to get Brandon Martin to the skate park because it's so oh god it's such a good skate park um well anyways we took squirt baby squirt to the vet and he's been having some it's going to get kind of gnarly i don't i think you're you're pretty good with gross stuff but for the audience it's going to get kind of gnarly squirt had he's got like some anal glands he's been getting kind of on the heavier side he's been eating a lot of food so he had some anal glands that he had to take care of so we went to the vet and i was almost kind of like scarred for life because the vet like put on some gloves and stuck Stuck her fingers up, squirts like, you know, uh, holy parts. Stuck squirt, stuck her <laughs> finger up there, and like, uh, all this like juice and shit came out, and it, like it was, and then it only took it only took like thirty seconds, but then it was she was like, all right, thirty dollars. It cost thirty dollars, but squirts all good now. He's healthy. He seems to have more energy. <laughs> That's good. That's funny, man. Totally random story. Yeah, yeah. It was like, dude, it was really gross. Like when it, it was just a puddle. I mean, he's a beagle, so he's luckily he's a smaller dog. Like I, I knew I had a buddy of mine. He had a dog that was a a cane corso. Do you know what type of breed that is? Honestly, no, I've not heard of that. Oh, actually, until he got the dog, I never heard of it either. But it's a cane corsos. They're like, I'm gonna call them Spartan dogs. They're huge, bro. They they call them like they're the dogs of war. Huh? They're they're bigger than pit bulls, and their their jaws are like, they're creatures of fear. Like, I mean, luckily I knew the I was best friends with the guy who had the cane corso. So when I I went into his house, he didn't he wasn't like intimidated to me. Although he did, like this dog will put his paws on your shoulders and he'll damn near knock you over. 
He's huge. It's, they're 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 huge dogs, dude. It was nuts. Uh, but his name was Tank. I miss I miss Tank, man. I think he pa- I think he passed away. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, our freaking dogs passed away. Didn't you have a dog pass away? Yeah, a while ago. Fuck, R.I.P. Yeah, it's crazy that everyone dies. I don't know, it's real nuts. Oh, that's life. That's the that's part of the vicious cycle, I guess. But you know, some of the vicious cycles like shouldn't exist. Like uh, people's attachment to politicians and celebrities and military and all the blah, 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 blah. poop. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, oh. you're, totally right, you're totally right about all that. That's true. People, people are attached to the wrong shit. That's for sure, man. Racism is another one. Like people seem to be attached to racism. Like it's, it's okay to hate somebody who's a different color, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, we all have the same colored veins. You know, it's like yeah, that's yeah. that shit Everybody makes me has- sick. Yeah, everybody bleeds red, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, whenever I hear, like, I have family who, uh, you know, like, family who, um, they voted Trump. Of course, of course they voted Trump, and they're okay with using, like, the N-word when they, you know, when they drink a couple, two, three beers, and um, they start throwing the N-word around like it's, like, it's not 2023 anymore. Like, <laughs> Gosh, but it makes me physically ill. Oh, I hear you, man. man. It's fucked up. So, fucked up what people do and say. I don't know. Yeah, I get like, oh gosh, I literally get physically nauseous when I when I see that shit. I hear you. Yeah, but we need we need to end on a positive note. What's yeah. something? What's something positive? I guess we got these punk rock shows coming up. Hopefully, we can get Matt Bennett over to South Bend, and then maybe we'll uh we'll we'll post a live, you know, three dimensional YouTube video of another interview with you. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna do it. I'm coming in September. That's call it awesome, freaking, uh, Call it. Well, this interview will be called Legends of Elmhurst. I think there might only be one legend in all of Elmhurst. <laughs> <laughs> there might be only one. His name's Matt Bennett. He's fucking nuts. Oh, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> yeah, I feel that, man. Hell yeah. All right, man. That's all good. We're gonna end this, but it's all good. Shit, yeah. I'm gonna go smoke a CO2 infused uh, cannabis joint with some more bong rips and play video uh, games. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get ripped in the next few minutes after I title this and post it and all that yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I love you, bro. Thank you so much for, for having me on. I'm so happy to be the Sunday night guy. Dude, it's an honor, bro. Yeah, dude, th- thanks for being dedicated to the Sunday night guy. That's awesome. So, hell yeah. That's cool. Hell yeah. I'll, uh, I'll try to think of some more crazy life stories that we could post. And yeah, again, you got it, man, anytime. Uh, again, for the audience, uh, how so how can somebody send in a crazy life story? Can they personally message you like a recorded audio track or how can they do that, you know? Well, on Anchor, you're able to leave, like, I think it's like a 30-second voice thing. So there's that. Or, uh, to be honest, I always just say, just you can email, just record it on your phone, and then email it to me. That's really the easiest way, and then I can post it. Right. Yeah, that's the easiest way. And, And I've done it. 
from the start of this till now, a few times, people have reached out. And it's been fun. And I yeah. Wish more, I wish more people would. So, yeah. Man, yeah, that guy from England. Yeah, that was crazy. That, that was awesome, dude. Shout out to that guy. I love that that story know, that he had. And he's, he's kind of gone away now. I don't know where he went, but... Uh, what? Oh, he oh, it happens. We're drifters. You know, sometimes yeah. you drift away. Oh, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm, just, I'm not mad. I'm just saying I wonder where he went, but who knows. Anyways, it's all good. And, uh, yeah, th- this podcast has had a lot of ups and downs, so uh, it's, yeah. been really, it's been really... And uh, there was also a shout-out to the Father's Day guy. Oh, he yeah. seemed pretty cool. You had the Father's Day guest. He did a little story there. Yeah. That was a cool story. Yeah, it's awesome when people reach out for people's projects. That's all I'm saying. So. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm sorry to keep you, but, um, like, what about this? Can't you, like, are you able to send what you send to me? Like, I wonder if we could have more than just me and you on here. Maybe we can get somebody, another guest. Maybe. I think you're right. No, I think it's possible because if I sent it to multiple people, then they right. can all come on. So yeah, I, we we could have three or four or five people on here at once. You know, that's a really good Henry. That's a good call. I have not really pro like said anything yeah. about that on here. That's a really good call because there could be. I mean, there might be some interruption, but it would be an interesting thing. So right, like on my on my phone screen, I'm on my phone right now. It shows uh, it shows Matt Bennett is in, and then. I I'm in. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we we could be able to maybe have a, another guest on. You know. Yeah, I mean, we could even just try one with you, me, and Jasmine, or something like that. Just like that one time, yeah. just to see. You know, yeah, that's a dude. That's a good idea because that's an interactive way where more people could get involved, and nobody has to change the thing that we were talking about originally, locations. So um, exactly, and, yeah. yeah. That's what they don't want, right? They don't want us to like communicate with each other. And <laughs> but this this is a good this, this Spotify for podcasters. It will start out as Anchor, but Anchor's yeah. owned by Spotify, Anchor's owned by Spotify, whatever. But um, right, this is a yeah, you're right. This is a really good way where people can still even when even if they try to harp down, like they say they're going to eventually take away TikTok or whatever. Like even if they harp down on communication. Uh, platforms like this is still going to be a good way to communicate even too so yeah that's all good exactly. yes yeah I think the way I mean when I get that link that you send to me I yeah I'm pretty sure we could we would probably be able to invite some people and have some more crazy life stories some more crazy conversations yeah, I mean, be, you know that that would be really cool to have like four or five people on and everyone just goes around into like a circle and tells a story like that'd be really fucking cool oh, that's really man. that's really creative yeah. too yeah so yeah hell yeah. yeah i love it that's what we gotta well, do there we go. podcast cool. yeah there we yeah, go that's the positive note we gotta get more the- people on here Oh, hell yeah. We're going to get going after this. Cause that no, but I'm really glad you brought that up because nobody's ever even brought that up to me. And I haven't really even thought about it. Like, but let's try one with you, you, me, and Jasmine just has three people and see how that yeah, goes. We'll and figure it out. We, we could add four, five, six, seven people. And yeah, yeah. everyone can go around. Everyone could be quiet when they're going to tell someone's going to tell their story. And then people exactly. can have like, have like feedback and shit after the story. Dude, that's genius. Yeah. Exactly, sure. dude. Yeah, like so. I just started. Uh, I started Mark Passio's class. It uh, it it's called How to Become the True Media Seminar. 
and it's basically just it's it's basic computer shit on how to start your own podcast and how to get yourself out there and um yeah like at the end of every class they we have this little talk at the end of the class they call it a round table you know because we're the knights of the round table because we're trying to get people to awaken up to this information and try to get them to open their minds and look at look at you know break the monotony you know of their life yeah that's awesome man well, I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's that's probably the best suggestion I've heard for this for any podcast, but especially this one because a story oh, that, one, a story oh, yeah. is perfect for it to just to go around the round table and say you know whatever you're comfortable saying, whatever it is, what it is, and exactly, talk, yeah, like that's, that's why cool. that's, that's exactly why we love crazy life stories, man. It's uh, it goes kind of it goes against the grain, so to speak. Right on. That's awesome. That's yeah. Well, I love it, dude. Love it. It's amazing. Crazy life stories. Oh hell yeah! Well, I'm glad I no, no. I'm <laughs> glad I started this. Like this, this has been nothing but nothing but fun. So like, I'm glad I. But yeah, I want to get a bunch of people on here. That'll be a really good podcast episode that probably would get a lot of plays because oh, he did like a round yes, table, man. round table crazy life story discussion. Like nuts, like nuts. Yeah. And then. <laughs> if, uh, Hopefully you can make it here in September. So like the last time we didn't get to record an episode on for the YouTube channel because we only did the podcast. But so the next time we hang out, we'll record it. We'll record the video and the while we're recording the podcast. So that way we have full. Yeah, dude, that'll be awesome. No, I'm taking that yeah. time off. I'm going to take like yes. two or three or four days off. Yes. Yeah, it'll be awesome, dude. I'm Hell so yeah. excited, dude. Yeah, so, man, I'm looking forward to it, brother. All right, All right, right. Well, that's, that's our positive note. We found it. Yeah, we did. But, it's weird how you can find it if you keep searching. So. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. That's what life's about, too. Yeah, don't don't give up. Keep searching for it. All, All right, right, brother. Totally. All right, well, Shit, this, this has been the Sunday episode with Henry. He's the Sunday night guy, so that's how that happened. And maybe somebody yep. else will want to be another day uh, person on Crazy Life Stories. But uh, Hell that's, yeah. about, that's about all we got. We're ending on a positive note. Yes, sir. podcast better. Yep. That's all good. So, all right, Henry, yep. you have a good night, man. And, you uh, too, man. And for the audience, yes, that's the plan, dude. Yeah, yeah. THC. Get some more cannabis. That's the plan. So you're listening to, before I cut out here, you're listening to Matt Bennett of the Crazy Life Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. We're out of here. All right, you guys have a good night. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, yeah.